Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to episode one of the Paranormal Radio Podcast with me, Stu Sidham. And in part one of this episode, I'll introduce you to Ghostwatch, which is an old but gold Halloween special show produced by the BBC in the early 90s. And in part two, we have Derek Akora, and let's just say some of his standout moments in Paranormal Television. Let's do it. So, thanks to all who are listening and subscribe to the podcast. I'd love it if you were to also subscribe to our social media accounts over at Instagram and Twitter. Just search for Paranormal FM, hit the subscribe button to be kept up to date with the latest episodes and anything else we've got going on. Obviously, we're a new show, uh, this being episode one, of course, um, but already on Instagram, we have over 100 like-minded followers. So, thanks to each and every one of you. If you do use Reddit, feel free to subscribe to the subreddit r slash paranormal podcast. And if you're a paranormal podcaster like myself, or you want to find other notable podcasts, join r slash paranormal podcasts with an S at the end. This show is currently available through any major directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, uh, as well as a whole host of others. Just search for Paranormal Radio Podcast, and I look forward to speaking to you in future episodes. So, um, like I said on today's episode, I'm revisiting where it all started for me. Uh, Exactly what tripped that spark of interest in the paranormal and all things spooky. We're back on Halloween night of 1992. It was 9.25 in the evening, and on the BBC was a show starting which would leave me terrified and intrigued at the same time. That show was named Ghostwatch, and this uh, was the continuity announcer in reducing the show, um, followed by the anchor, Michael Parkinson, no less, given his introduction. I've cut out the opening music to shorten a clip, so it's around a minute long, Do you think this sounds like fiction from this? Have a listen. Now on BBC One, Screen One presents an unusual and sometimes disturbing film marking Halloween. Over the centuries, there have been countless reports of ghosts and ghouls, but the line between fact and fiction has always been unclear. Using the modern idiom of the outside broadcast, Michael Parkinson, Sarah Green, Mike Smith and Craig Charles star in Ghost Watch. Listening as an adult, so to speak, uh, keywords such as film, starring in, fact and fiction obviously provide a nod to it being staged to a mock-up. But if you missed the continuity announcement and just caught the opening from Parkinson... So welcome live this Halloween night to the first ever TV Ghost Watch. That's the scene in uh, Fox Hill Drive in Northolt. Our outside broadcast units are there. That's the house where it might all happen tonight, or it might not, we shall see. We're going to investigate one of the most baffling and fascinating areas of human experience, the supernatural. Tonight, television is going ghost hunting in an unprecedented scientific experiment we hope to show you, for the first time, irrefutable proof that ghosts really do exist. So from that, uh, as a kid, I was hooked. And in my mind, from that point onwards, as far as I was concerned, this was real. 
Now, back then, my television in my bedroom was a black and white portable, which only added to the overall experience of the show. In fact, I didn't even manage to watch it all as I forced myself to sleep in sheer terror, to be honest, um, probably about three quarters of the way through it. The BBC was very clever in the marketing of this Halloween show, as unless you read between the lines that actually played out as a documentary air in live, when in fact it was a mockumentary, completely staged, pre-recorded. Even the time the programme started was to help pass it off as real, given that those watching other channels would unlikely switch over to it until 9.30 when the other programmes they may have been watching were finished, resulting in them missing the continuity announcer introducing the show with those subtle hints to it being fictitious. Added to this, the lineup of the cast, Michael Parkinson, Sarah Green, Mike Smith and Craig Charles, amongst others, these were all household names not associated per se with fiction. In fact, a lot of them were involved in children's TV, given the false pretense of a relatively mild scare factor, even though the programme was scheduled to air well well after the 9pm watershed when TV was allowed to become more risque. And risky it was. Before I tell you about some of the post-broadcast controversy, I'll outline the overall plot. So the 90-minute show was to be a documentary-style on-air investigation of a house in Northolt, Greater London. Just an ordinary house in an ordinary street. However, tales of poltergeist activity had been associated with the house, bringing it to the BBC's attention. The cast of reporters begin the show with pranks and a general tone of not taking it too seriously. The show is split between a main studio fronted by Michael Parkinson as the anchor, with a guest paranormal expert in a Dr. Lynn Pascoe. Also in the main studio is Mike Smith overseeing call handlers, taking calls from the public. Think Crime Watch is the overall kind of setup if anyone's familiar with that show. On location were Sarah Green and Craig Charles with a full mobile studio setup in the street of the house. And over the course of the night, paranormal experiences begin to spiral into degrees of veracity where viewers begin to call in with their tales of seeing things on their screens that the studio cannot or the studio have overlooked. The tension is built up with more of these experiences before the alleged poltergeist drags the on-location host Sarah Green out of sight. The spirit is then alleged to begin influencing activity within the main studio, seemingly taking control of the studio and the BBC's transmitter network. The studio lights explode, then everyone flees, leaving poor old Michael Parkinson alone in the darkened studio, trying to carry on with his anchor duties. The broadcast ends with Parkinson reading from a teleprompter in the voice of the alleged ghost at the center of the investigation. Now, I'm not doing it justice in my description. If you haven't seen the broadcast, you should watch it uh, to see exactly what sounds ridiculous as I see it now. actually was believable at the time, given the style of the production and the household names within the cast. After the broadcast, the public went wild. 
there were reports of over 30,000 calls placed into the BBC's offices complaining. A particularly sad report was that of a Martin Denham who suffered from learning difficulties resulting in him having a mental age of 13. He sadly committed suicide within a week of the show airing and had left a note to his parents telling them that if ghosts existed, he would always be with them. Uh, the family reported that their central heating system was faulty, producing many of the alleged phenomena which the fictitious family in the show also experienced. There were also cases of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, in children aged 10 years old who had watched the show. There are articles online that claim the show was the inspiration for other hit TV shows and films, namely The Blair Witch Project, given that mockumentary style. It really was a fantastic piece of TV, and as we're coming up to Halloween 2019, I urge you to watch it. You can find it available on the Internet Archive still. If you Google search for Ghostwatch Archive, it should be the top result. If you want to message me on Instagram or Twitter, I'll send you a direct link. Obviously, I can't post it, um, but make sure it's dark when you watch it. And from that moment on, my interest in all things paranormal began. I'd visit the library and look for as many books as I could find. I particularly liked the books written by Peter Underwood on the subject. You can find them books still on Amazon. I'd also look up mysteries and UFOs on the NCARTA CD-ROM, which we had in the school library. It was well before the internet was accessible to all in the way that it is today. So I'd be interested in knowing what started it all off for you. So if you head over to Instagram at ParanormalFM and tell me, I'll share some of your experiences on the next episode. And in part two, I'll discuss what became a bit of a cult phenomenon, Most Haunted, another TV show investigating ghosts and ghouls and why it's everything a paranormal should not be. Please stick around. Welcome back. So, many of you will have heard of the hit TV show, Most Haunted. And I don't mean to offend any fans of it out there, but to me, it become very quickly a, a load of tosh. Uh, launched in 2002, still broadcast now, albeit repeats. It's 25 series of approximately 300 episodes of investigations at various haunted locations across the UK. I think when it began, it did so with the best of intentions. But anyone who has experienced ghost hunts, like myself, will know that they can fast become boring in that the vast majority of hunts result in nothing noteworthy in the way of evidence. To me, they began to jazz it up with mediums who would become possessed, all in the name of ratings. And so they should. They are, after all, an entertainment show in a ratings battle with other TV shows. With Most Haunted, though, they always claimed that it was real. No mock-ups here. Enter Derek Akora, the self-styled spiritualist medium. Derek joined the show uh, to showcase his gift of mediumship in communicating with spirits galore, aided by his spirit guide, Sam. Also on the show was a parapsychologist by the name of Dr. Kieran O'Keefe. He was the show's level head, if you will. And in one particular location, he was to test Akora's skills once and for all. Uh, 
So it's 2005, and the most haunted team are on location at Bodmin Jail. O'Keefe decides to invent the tale of a South African ghost named Creed Kafer. He discusses the spirit with the crew, and just within an earshot of Akora, enough for Akora to hear snippets of the completely fabricated backstory of this nasty South African ghoul, Creed Kafer. Now, mid-show, Akora seemingly took the bait and promptly became possessed by no other than this fictitious fiend. Take a listen. Is he, is he telling you something, Derek? Is time giving you a name? Creed! Creed! So that was Derek Akora becoming possessed by the completely fictitious uh, spirit ghost of a South African Creed Kafer that the resident parapsychologist Dr. Kieran O'Keefe had completely made up, completely fabricated, uh, discussed it with the crew within the shot of him to see if he would take the bait, and it looks like he did. Um, why the name Creed Kafer? Well, it's an anagram of Derek Faker. Whoops. Um, not long after this, Akora and Most Haunted parted company. Strangely enough, though, Derek Akora remains one of the most successful mediums in the UK, often selling out venues on his many, many tours, which I find a little bit crazy. Um, I want to finish on a lighter note with Mr. Akora, and I can't discuss him without including a quick snippet of another funny moment involving, involving him. No other than the Mary Loves Dick possession. You can see the clip for yourself on YouTube where the crew are trying their damnedest to keep in their impending laughter at Derek's unfortunate possessed outburst. Have a listen to this. I know the name Robert walks around, and I know Mary does, but there's this peace and calm of spiritual activity there with... You all right? All right. Is it, Barry? You all right? Mary loves Dick. Mary loves Dick. <laughs> so it, uh, it gets us every time. Um, just one of the many, or a couple of the many um, Derek Akora moments on this this most haunted show. Um, relatively short episode for this one. Uh, I just wanted to give you a quick introduction to me and why. Uh, sort of got involved in the paranormal and what, why it interests me. Um, obviously, we've looked at two shows, Ghost Watch and Most Haunted, two almost actually identical formats, one fiction and one claiming not to be. Um, this was the episode where I wanted to share some of my thoughts on paranormal stuff in the media and what influenced and what didn't influence my interest in all things haunted. Next time, some paranormal news from around the globe and hopefully some updates from you guys from social media or Reddit. Uh, interviews will begin later in the year, I hope, once I get into a routine and a sort of decent workflow for the show. I'd like to thank a couple of podcasts within this subject who have influenced me in finally launching Paranormal Radio. Um, first one is Realm of the Supernatural. 
and the second is Scared Podcast. Both put out some pretty decent content. Um, be sure to check them out wherever you get your podcasts. It's Realm of the Supernatural and Scared Podcast. Remember, subscribe to us on Instagram and Twitter at ParanormalFM. Take care for now and keep it haunted.